0: Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up. It's man's minute. Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up now. It's man's minutes. Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up. It's man's minute. Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up now. It's man's minutes. It's the place to <laughs> keep, keep aware of the latest news <laughs> and current affairs. Up now. Dance minute. Dance minute. can I get a minute to your town Listen up now. Dance minute.
1: Dance minute. hey folks this is the part in my show where I like to really do some listener appreciation it's come to my attention that my audience is growing that much bigger. So, uh, once again, just want to send a shout out to all you people, man. Um, I got new listeners out here in Houston, Texas. Maryland, where I grew up at, has been holding me down real heavy, man. In Maryland, I got Suitland, Baltimore, District Heights, Hyattsville, Upper Marlboro, Odington, and Lanham. Thank you for the love. I really appreciate it. In Columbus, where I currently live, uh, in Ohio, I should say, where I currently live, I have Columbus and Reynoldsburg and Carl Winchester. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Out there in Kentucky, we got Louisville and Lexington. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. In Michigan, we got Dearborn Heights, Dearborn, Highland Park. And Detroit, the D. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. In Jersey, where most of my fam is at, we got Willingboro, Vincentown, Newark. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate you fam out there in Virginia. We got Arlington and Fredericksburg. I got the whole DC uh massachusetts i got boston and everett out there in colorado we got denver thank you guys for listening and new mexico always hold me down real heavy is albuquerque uh my birth state philly i got you guys too appreciate you thanks again and out there in utah syracuse utah my homeboy mark and the homeboys out there at the facebook i really appreciate you guys man once again thank y'all for listening That's my fan appreciation, man. You guys keep on listening, and the love is showing. Thank you again. I'll let you boy. Welcome, welcome, world, to this Sunday, January 23rd edition of Man's Minute. I appreciate everybody taking the time out to listen to the OG. You feel me? Um, We're going to run it down on sports real quick, and then we're going to get into the other things we got going on today. Man, uh, we in the divisional round in football, it seems. Uh, last night's games were pretty good. I saw the Bengals versus the Titans, and uh, yeah, it was a, a ass-whooping that turned around. Um, the Bengals actually turned the game around in the end with an interception, solidifying their movement on to the next round. And uh, the Titans, they're going to be sitting home with the Washington football team, the Dallas Cowboys, and all the other teams that failed to make the cut. Oh yeah, we're not going to forget about the Packers versus the Niners last night. I didn't particularly watch that game, but uh, my co-host Reese did, so we're going to get a little bit of info about what he saw last night but um end result was the packers are going to be sitting right beside the titans washington football team philadelphia eagles and all the other teams like i said earlier that failed to make the cut <laughs> but anyway let me keep it moving all right um today my team's going to play you know what i'm saying i'm hoping i'm not uh shoot myself in the foot by poking fun at you guys for sitting at home because we're going up against the Rams today. And from what I can see, it's not going to be an easy win. But I got faith in my quarterback, Tom Brady, and I know he can get the job done. You feel me? Gronk is still up and healthy. So yeah, we got a good shot at it. Later on today, we'll see the Bills go against the Chiefs. Now, I'm going to put it out there right now that if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, make it past this round. I want any of my listeners that feel a little bit froggy, if your team is still in, hit me up. I got a few dollars that I'm willing to bet on, old Tom and them boys, so holler at me. Holler at your boy. That's my sports talk. Peace. All right. Welcome, world. This is another episode of Man's Minute. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for taking another It's out of your date and check us out, listen to my BS, <laughs> or just be entertained by what we're talking about. I got my co-host with me today, first and foremost, my lovely wife, Tasha.
2: Good morning.
1: Hey, had me worried for a second. <laughs> All right.
3: Also, my other co-host, Ed. Yo, my brother I'm in the house. Let's do it. Reese, what it do, bro? What it do? I'm good, man, on this Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, man, it's bright and early, bro. I'm sipping my coffee, man, smoking on a black and mild, trying to wake up in this thing, you feel me? <laughs> How you doing, baby? I'm, Yo,
2: I'm doing still the same waking thing. up, but I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs>
1: All right, well, we're going to get the ball rolling. I know it's, uh, the people on their way to work, they ain't got time to be listening to all the BS. So all what are right. we going to do? Right, can so who feels like going first? Who feels like going first? We're going to get the Q&A started. Okay, right. I can go first. All right,
2: yeah,
1: ladies first. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Boy, go first. Okay, so guys, I have five Q&A questions uh, about relationships. Okay. okay, so my first question is what makes a healthy relationship?
1: What makes a healthy relationship?
2: I think communication makes a healthy relationship. Trust.
1: Uh-huh. Relationship trust. and trust?
2: Your communication and trust. Those oh, are my top two.
1: Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I guess honesty is a big part of it, you know, mm-hmm. Oh. You know, I realized this being my second go around that, you know, I got to do things that I wasn't willing to do the first go around, you know. And I think, like, sometimes you got to be like, damn, a person's feelings to get the honesty out of how you really feel in certain subjects or certain situations just so that it's out there and they can deal with it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think sometimes you got to you gotta be a little bit more blunt, put it like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't man. know how y'all feel.
3: I think um I think um, a combination of both of what y'all just said, but also just being allowed to be yourself. You know what I mean? Like once you lose yourself in another person, that just I don't care how nice, how smooth everything is running, if you lose yourself, you know, the relationship is doom <clears throat> doomed. So you gotta be allowed to like be yourself, be you, your authentic self. Right. All right.
2: Yeah,
3: that's
2: true.
1: Okay. That's true.
2: All right. Been... Okay. So, so I
1: want, or... I to... oh. go for it. Go for okay. it.
2: All right. So question two: What is the best relationship advice that someone has ever given you?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I I don't really remember any particular person. You know what I'm saying? Because I got any advice from a lot of people. You know what I mean? And I, I but I can't say that being patient has been resounding, you know, throughout all of those, you know, motherfuckers tell me to be more patient. I'm 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 very high paced, you know, fast paced, I should say. I like responses now and answers now. And sometimes it don't work that way. And, you know, getting used to that, dealing with another person and not being able to control how, you know, how quickly they respond or their responses in total and shit like that is like sometimes hard to deal with as a fast paced kind of I guess controller. You know what I mean? I don't know, I guess I'm controlling at times, so I don't know. I feel yeah, that I, way about myself.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't know who gave me this advice, but the advice is don't give up. You oh. know I mean? a lot of people, you know, they give up too soon, things ain't working out, and they be like, Fucking I'm out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then they regret it. Yeah. So, you know, just don't give up. Y'all together yeah. for a reason. Yeah.
2: True. True. I think my biggest advice I have, you know. Been given is that everybody, you know, you know, has some, you know, bullshit with them, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it has to be, you know, that right person, you know, to be able to fight for and love, you know, love their flaws and all, you know, it has to be the right person, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, Maurice, you can't give up, you know, it's easy to give up, it's easy to leave, but if you truly love that person, you're not going to give up, you're not going to want to leave, you might say you right. want to leave, right. but you don't mean it, right? But yeah.
1: That's true. That's true. Okay. Right. Next.
2: Okay. Next. All right, question three. How can a man want man or woman win you over?
1: Win me over. Me see.
2: I think see? loving me for me. That's how a man <laughs> can win me over.
1: <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I guess for me to keep it 100 is just be that that a uh, trustworthy person that I can speak to regardless. You know what I mean? That that confidant that I need, you know what I mean? Feed me when I'm hungry, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, I don't know. I, just, just be that that partner that I'm looking for. That, that's that's how you win me over, you know what I mean? Be, be that teammate that I'm looking for, you know?
3: Yeah. Hey, um, to win me over, I mean, I think you really got to, like, you got to get at the things that I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not trying to say I'm selfish, but if, if I'm with somebody who's always looking out to make sure I'm good too, mm-hmm. you know, they got me. Because, you know, in some relationships, you know, your other half is only looking for what you can do for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you got somebody coming in doing shit for you without you even asking, without you yeah. even expecting it. That's the kind of shit that, like, really wins me over.
1: Me I'm, you I, know. I, I, I second that. I second that. You know what I mean, I I ain't give it enough thought. I second that, bro. That shit does make a difference. Yep. Yeah,
2: the little things.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. I mean, so question four: What is uh-huh. a deal breaker for you guys in a relationship? I think cheating is for me. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't know. I, I I don't like nagging, constant nagging. That's a deal breaker. You got to deal with that day in and day out. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, like, I prefer a conversation versus a condescending conversation. You feel me? Don't batter me with the with the words. I hate that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on board with Tasha with the, the cheat, and that's a deal breaker for me. I mean, once, once that's done, I mean, that's the ultimate trust that you have in somebody that they're not going to go out there and,
1: and give themselves to somebody else. So for I mean, me, that's course, a deal breaker. Of course I feel that way. I mean, she already stated that, so I kind of yeah. look at it like a given. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was about to say uh, that's
3: kind of universal. when soon as she said it, I was like, yeah, that's that's definitely the deal breaker there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. True that. All right. What else you got?
2: All right, guys. So you guys know Valentine's Day is around the corner. Do you guys mm-hmm. think Valentine's Day is corny? <laughs> I'm a female, so I love Valentine's Day. And, but
1: I get Valentine's Day every day, so it can be corny. Unless you
2: go, bro. Hmm. Well,
3: I wouldn't say corny, but I would say overrated. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like a holiday that's, you know, like you said, that should be every day. You should treat your woman like that every day. And then, you know, just out of the blue, take her out and do things like that, get her flowers. So the actual day to me is is overrated.
1: It is. Uh, I kind of agree with that. You know what I mean, I think I think people put too much importance on one day. You know what I mean? Uh, that's like, like you said, bro. That should be twenty four seven. Now, Hopefully, now they,
3: it, it might, it like might, it might sway my <laughs> yeah. opinion a little bit if there was a, a um, you know, an equivalent yeah. Valentine's Day for men, and then we could share that.
1: Yeah. Shit. It's just for y'all. Right. Hold on. Oh, I'm glad you said that. Bro. But let me, me inject into that real quick because I feel like people have forgotten that Valentine's Day is supposed to be both. It's supposed to go both ways. You know what I'm saying? Men uh-huh. have hearts and these towards their women too. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like the importance has always been put on the woman. You know what I'm saying? Valentine's Day is showing your love to her. What about the other way around? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I agree. I
2: love each and every holiday. <laughs> I don't know.
1: I'm saying that you
2: don't, I say. get it though. Get you you know, do. They do, yeah. It does, you know, focus more on the woman. You know, so, you know, all holidays kind of. I don't know why.
3: Well, well, you look at it like this: Valentine's Day. When you go, when Valentine's Day hit a couple days before, you go in the store and in there, mm-hmm. <laughs> there for a man,
1: and sitting there for a man, is flowers, that's candy, presents. Yeah, even the Valentine
3: (laughs) Valentine cards are like
2: you know to my wife, to my
1: girlfriend. You
2: know, (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. See, Marie, that's where you get creative. You got to create like a little nice gift basket. You know, something that you know that you like.
1: Uh, I can't say I've been impressed. You know, that's cool. So, um, all right, we had Tosses take on relationship questions. That was your last question, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, we had tosses take on relationship questions. I think that was pretty cool. So we're gonna incorporate that from now on. So yeah, man, I like that. Yeah.
2: yeah, I didn't yeah. want to make it too like serious, but I also wanted to make it more like you know fun type of questions.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. They were for fun
3: sure. and interesting and intelligent all at the same time at the Thank same you,
1: time. Marie. Thank you. So, where to go,
3: babe? So so I don't I don't got five questions, but I have one question mm-hmm. that I think is going to spark a, a nice conversation, but then I got a silly one. So I'm going to go with my silly All right. one first. And All it's right. like in what way what was the dumbest way you got injured? You was doing some dumb <laughs> shit and you got injured. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Man laughing
1: because he,
3: he can't he can, uh, decide which one he want to talk about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: That's it. You know what I'm saying? But I got the perfect one. I'll let y'all go first. Mine is going to be a showstopper. All right. Well, let, me,
3: <laughs> let me go first since this is my question. i get Tasha a little minute because she probably ain't had no, dumb, no <laughs> dumb injuries. But I'm trying to teach my little niece how to ride a bike. And I'm all like forty seven years old at this time, thinking I'm twenty five still. I'm running, like <laughs> riding down the hill, and I'm running next to her, holding on to the handlebars. Uh-huh. I and she went to fall, I flipped over to make sure she <laughs> don't get injured. You know what I'm saying? I caught her, and I did damn. I think I broke my thumb. I never got it checked out. but I think my thumb was broken.
2: Oh. That was the dumbest <laughs>
3: shit I ever done in my life.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. All right, babe, what you got?
2: I never broken a bone or anything. Well, I, you know, only thing is not like funny story. I have been hit by a car two times. <laughs> That's like the only injuries I have.
1: <laughs> well, mine. I I, I could take, oh go ahead, bro. You got something to say? No, no, I was gonna
3: say you ain't never fall down the steps or nothing. Or fall up the steps. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no.
2: maybe when I was
1: little but no 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 <laughs> yeah hey, hey, right. okay we're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna go <laughs> nah, look, man, I remember I, I used to play uh, football for Peppermill Village out there in Maryland and I was a young kid I don't, I don't really remember how old I was but it was uh, you know little league football So, this particular day, we all out there practice, we playing, you know, hitting each other rough foul, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, at the end of the the practice, the coach said, I want everybody to meet in the back of the rep, you know, for a meeting. You know, that's when we all get in a circle, get on one knee, and he tells us whatever's going on, right? So, we all, you know, they don't like to see us walking. So, you know, in football, they want to make you run all the time. So, they tell us, take off running. So, my dumb ass is running. And I don't know if any, if anybody in my listeners in Maryland, you know about Peppermill Rec. They used to have these giant boulders that would just be as part of the landscape out there, part of the landscaping. So my dumb ass decides I want to run and jump over one of them as I'm running. So I'm running full speed. I'm pretty fast back in my day, but I guess my jumping wasn't real good. So I jumped and I cleared the boulder, but as I go over the top of it, the bottom, I mean, the tip of my foot catches it. And I'm going so fast that it flipped me upside down and I landed on my shoulder, breaking my collarbone. And you know, to everybody else that's looking, that was the funniest shit in America. I could see myself flying in the air. Then I flipped upside down and I landed on my shoulder, right? or man on the ground. And I ain't know nothing was wrong until I tried to get up. Oh, <laughs> and man. by this time, by this time, I got half the team surrounding me laughing their asses off because they just <laughs> saw me fall in the funniest way imaginable. That shit was fucked up. Well, oh, yeah, I ended, I ended up walking out of there and uh, well, walking with the ambulance driver to the ambulance and going to the hospital with a broken collarbone. That was like the dumbest <laughs> shit I ever did. Uh, <laughs> I, if I just would not have decided to jump the boulder. That was the dumbest wow, shit. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
3: uh, before before I get to my one, the other one, I do got one more question. It is um to you, what, Sounds like a compliment, but it's really actually an insult. You know what I mean? Like somebody say something to you, and you be like oh thank you. And he walk away, and you but like, hold on. That that
1: was fucked up. what
2: I think yeah.
1: uh, Oh, go ahead, babe. Go ahead.
2: I think mine is you're pretty for a big girl. <laughs> That's yeah. like a insult you're pretty in for a big girl. So you
1: like, thank you, but what?
2: What? <laughs> okay.
1: Who said no. <laughs> <say who's> that? <laughs> that's hell. I
2: don't know why yeah. men think that's kind of cool, but
3: okay. Well, that, no. That's going to spark a conversation later. Yeah. <laughs> man, man
1: who, wait, wait, who
2: said that? <laughs> that's very offensive to a plus-sized oh. woman. Like, men, do not say that.
1: I'm not going to uh, name no name, but I got one uh, an incident in particular. I remember one time when we first moved into my place where I currently live at, right? You know, I was on a little budget, so I bought me a, a, diner, a glass dining room table that's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's made for a small family, let's say that. <laughs> so I invited a, a friend of mine and his wife over, and uh, they come coming through the house for the first time. And you know, we all sized about how house looked. My wife decorated pretty nice, you know what I'm saying? And they looking around, looking around. And you know, what do y'all think? Oh yeah, nice little table. (laughs) And uh, Uh walked
0: off.
1: We was both singing all that. Like, wow, okay, (laughs) yeah, right. You know, but that—that's my incident on that. Nice little table. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead.
3: I, I I'm not going to equate this to something that happened to me personally, but just the fact mm-hmm. when people say, "Oh wow, she's very articulate," huh. you know, like, <laughs> damn, like what was you expecting? You know, what oh, I mean, like, like, is that good? You know, like, when people say, "Oh, you 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 know, you're very articulate," mm-hmm. you know, that That's is like bad, an insult. Man. That's like saying, "Wow, you you know, you can
1: stand on two feet." Yeah. <laughs> Like oh they man, do you, very well. Yeah, right. <laughs> Respect. <were sad>. Yeah, <laughs> I <mean>, will be <we're laughs> backwards. No, <laughs> you think like that. Yeah. Well, but let um, me
3: let me get into this other one, man. This John um, sea moss. I don't know if y'all hmm. heard about it, but it's trending mm-hmm. now, and everybody's talking about the health benefits of sea moss. This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And I went out and I got me some, and I started taking it.
0: Mm-hmm. But
3: I just want to get y'all take on it. Like, what do you what do you think about sea moss? If you
1: if you've heard about it, well, well me, I haven't heard. I have never heard about it. Um, I mean, what is it? What does it consist of? What is it about? Again? Sea,
3: sea moss is basically uh, a form of seaweed that grows uh, near the coastline, and mm-hmm. what they do is they um, they they dry it out. Then they rehydrate it with, you know, spring water and stuff like that and get all the salt out of it. Then they blend mm-hmm. it up and turn it into a gel. And from that gel, you're supposed to just take a couple tablespoons a day. And your body has, I think, one hundred and eight minerals. Mm-hmm. This sea moss has one hundred and two of that hundred and eight minerals in it. So like whatever wow. your body is missing, if you take the sea moss, it's supposed to like replenish it. If you're missing iron, oh, wow. if you're missing uh oxygen, whatever, whatever you're missing.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, supposed to I'm... give you energy, blah, 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 blah. But I just mm-hmm. started taking it, so I don't know. Go ahead, Toss. Yeah. What you say? I
2: know um when we had went back home to DC and I was um, when I had randomly got sick. Uh, my yeah. mom, she that's when I first got introduced to the sea moss because my mom, she had some really good elderberry tea she had made and she had put the sea moss in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, my congestion, my cold, it, it went away. So mm-hmm. I I would, yeah, I would use sea moss on a you know, daily basis. My mom used it. She puts it in her coffee every morning or her tea.
3: Yeah, I hear I hear people saying mix it. I just took it straight and I can tell you right now. It ain't the best tasting mm-hmm. shit in the world. I mean, it's, it, not it, not. it's literally. <laughs> yo, you like golden do seal? It. It's bland. Wow.
1: It's very bland.
3: Wow. But they say if you know you put it in a smoothie or your tea or whatever like that, you don't. You know, it doesn't have a flavor. It doesn't affect the flavor or anything. But mm-hmm. when I'm doing stuff like that, I'm like kind of extreme. So I just take it straight. Yeah.
1: That's right. where we'll I see what it does. Sold. <laughs> Soldier, yeah,
2: man, don't like toasty, so he's he probably won't like <laughs>
1: <He Yeah, I laughs> me. If I'm mixing, maybe I would try just because of the yeah. benefits that y'all say it have. I wouldn't mind y'all trying it said, look it
3: up, look into it, man, because it's saying, like, you know, it got 102 of the 108 that we're made of,
1: yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what's up, man. That I'm alone will make me give it a try. But shit, yeah. golden seal tastes like crap, but we used to take that on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I'm saying why I was sprinkle some.
3: It ain't too bad. If you used to taking shots and shit, you, you'll be all right.
1: Yeah, true that. True that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let me get with my five, man. My five are a little bit more random, but uh, you know, maybe we'll get some convo off of them. Let me see here. Number one, let me uh from each of you, let me hear five random facts about yourself. Just five random facts.
3: Uh well, I'm gonna go first. I give Tasha time to think. Mm-hmm. Five random facts about me. Yep. All right. So number one, I am the second born son in the family.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I uh have a master's degree. Um mm-hmm. I am a trustworthy person. Mm-hmm. Uh if, if you ever taken the Myers-Briggs personality test, that's a good way to learn yourself. I've taken it several times and it's consistent that I'm a mm-hmm. feeler. I have feelings for people. I'm a yeah. thinker, you know what I'm saying? So I like to I analyze. Sometimes I overanalyze things. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and th- this, the last one is a J and that J stands for judging, but not in the sense mm-hmm. of judging people. It's in the sense of being organized And it's like, for example, if I go on vacation, I'm likely to take a damn itinerary. So on this day, we're going to do this. That day, we're going to do that. My wife, on the other hand, she's she's a go with the flow. You know what I mean? Like, she would never have a list on vacation. So that's what that J means. But, yeah, so that's me. I don't know if I gave you five, six, or seven, but that's me.
1: It's all good. It's all good, bro. Shit. What you got, baby girl? You ready?
2: Oh, okay. Well, five random facts. Um, I'm an amazing mom and wife. <laughs> um, what's another fact about me? I'm adopted. What's the second fact? Let's see. I'm a very down-to-earth person once you get to know me. Um that was four. I don't know. It seems so boring, guys. Um, Four. What is four? I love traveling. You know, I love doing. You know, different things. And uh, five. This is an interesting fact I just learned about myself. Um, I put myself in like awkward or you know uncomfortable situations just to test my limits and to test, you know, what I can do as a as a human. So, and I've I've been pretty good at doing that. So. What I don't sound. know. Right.
3: That sounds good. Was that so,
2: five?
3: Yeah, that was five. Okay. Well, you said it was I'm five. Sorry. You was like in number five.
2: So oh God. I mean,
3: <laughs> <laughs> it gotta be 5 Don't
2: judge me. <laughs> I
3: told you I got the J. No, just kidding. Let
1: me see. I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm struggling to come up with five facts. I guess that I. I don't, all right. Let me see. I'm, uh, I'm aggressive. That's a fact about me, but I'm also sensitive. That's two. Um, I was in the, I guess, particular distinction of being the oldest in one part of my family and the youngest at the same time. You know, that was kind of of wild for for me at one point in time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see. I feel like uh, another good fact about me is I'm good at adapting to different situations. Um, and I guess number four would be, oh, uh, I don't know, man. I'm uh, a good fact about me. guess I didn't yeah. use that PC line. <laughs> and uh, number five, I guess I'll say, I learn from my mistakes. That's a good right. fact about me. Alright, yeah. so I'll leave it at.
3: Now, if, if I could extend that question, man, because a lot of people mm-hmm. get that—we get that question on interviews and stuff like that. Tell me about yourself, this, that, and that. we get that question. Yeah, but we mm-hmm. never think about the amazing aspects that we have that people don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some qualities yeah. that we all got inside of us that if I didn't bring it out to you, you wouldn't know. So, <laughs> you know, for example, you can tote that. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, <clears throat> for me, like. I'm a great damn cook. Yeah, I, make, I make I make, shit up. Nobody would think that I cook. But I make <laughs> meals up. You know, I could be, like, thinking, all right, I got some chicken here. What can I do with this chicken? And my wife be like, damn, that shit was good. Can you make it again? Same ingredients. I was like, nah. Because <laughs> I don't know what I put in it. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know, that's something, you know, that, you know, nobody knows. But it's amazing. And my wife loves it. You know, she come home from work tired one day. And, you know, food is cooked and prepared. Usually, and usually that's what she does so <clears throat> that's something amazing I know both everybody got something amazing some amazing characteristic that don't nobody even know,
1: uh, I, don't know. I, I don't know i guess know. i guess it would vary you know versus the opinion you would have of yourself versus what everybody else would see but i yeah. think, i kind of think uh, I'm good at analytics uh-huh. you know analy- analyzing things you know I can agree with you. I I
3: was gonna. I was thinking of you in terms of being, and nobody would know this, but man is a damn poet. You know what I mean? He can tell you a story. Yeah, he's a man. Is a poet. You ever? If you ever listen to his rhymes, you know what I'm saying? They tell a story, a complete story. They're not just words that rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Like I always admired that about him.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I, I. You know, I had a lot of uh, experience, man, hanging around Pops, you know, and seeing how it was done, you know, as far as when it's time to sit back and write, I remember countless days of him sitting on the bed with his guitar yeah, a notebook, you know what I'm saying, and and getting it together just like that. And I kind of, like, try to carry that tradition on. I remember days of just... Like, you know, no matter what was going on, secluded myself in a room somewhere. I, ain't, I, I wasn't a guitar head, but i will grab my notebook and a pair of headphones and put me on some instrumentals until I get something together, you know? Yeah. So I can't, but, um, all right, we're going to move on. Um, Number two, y'all. Um, uh, do you hold, believe- on, hold
3: on. Tasha got well,
1: one. Oh, I'm sorry, babe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, oh, no, no. We did the random facts, right? That was no, five I mean, random like, facts.
3: You know, the one that yeah. don't nobody really know, but she, you know, oh, really
0: know. Okay.
1: Okay, go ahead, babe. Oh,
0: what was
3: the question? It's like, you know, there's something amazing about you that a lot of folks don't really know. You know what I'm saying? You got this amazing ability to do something, to be something, to feel something, to express
1: things. I don't know. But- well, oh, I don't know. Before she goes, I don't, I don't, before you go, babe, I want to say that I don't know what your perception of it is, but I want to say your organizational skills. Because For me. you, you keep, yeah, yeah, you're, the way you help me organize my shit—that's <laughs> that's what I, I think stands out. And one big thing to stand, out, you know, I'm saying a lot of shit I wouldn't be able to do on time or have together without your support. But I would like to know what you think. Well,
2: that yourself. is one thing about me. I get my, you know, my stuff done. I'm always on top of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like to leave stuff hanging. So mm-hmm. That is one thing, and another thing a lot of people don't know, I sing, I used to sing in my uh, in a choir at school. We used to travel, like, different states and sing at the, um, wow. I liked um, different, um, championships and stuff. Oh, wow. So we won, yeah. like, a couple awards for my, um, my school.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, that's all great stuff that we leave out when somebody asks us, you know,
2: give me some facts yeah, about it. you,
3: you know what I'm saying? We leave out all of these, these good songs. I used to got.
2: dance. I used to do all of that. I used to model, too. So There yeah, we go.
1: You got all kinds <laughs> of stuff going on. Right, right. And the way I look at that is nobody, nobody's really big on self. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't even know the word for it. Like, like yeah. patting yourself on the back, put it that you way. Said,
3: so you said that. Yo, I was in a meeting with Dad yesterday, and he said it. We were talking uh-huh. to these guys, and he just came out of the blue. He's like, "I'ma toot my own horn because if you don't toot your own <laughs> horn, ain't nobody gonna toot it for you." Nobody else I mean, gonna do it for you. You know, he right? started. Uh, he started going in, but that just reminded me of that conversation. But you should. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like, we don't need to suppress the greatness within us. You know what I'm saying? If you offended by me saying that I'm great, then so huh. be it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna celebrate right. me.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, so I'm going to move us on. Um, number two, fellas. Oh, I'm sorry, people. <laughs> do you believe in second chances? And yeah. if so, oh uh, no, no, listen. Look, do you believe in second chances? If so, why or oh, why not?
2: Well, I think yes. Second
1: chances, second chances as it relates to any way that you want to relate it to, you know, second chances in the prison system, second chances with uh, relationships, second chances with family members, friends, whatever, you know?
2: Yeah, because we're all human at the end of the day. We all make mistakes. Is life, like, we, you know, we don't have a, a book to guide us to tell us what to do and how to do it, you know? We're yeah. going to make mistakes, and that's how we learn. That's how we grow.
3: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And, and like I'm a, I like when you said the prison system, it kind of like sparked something because I'm, I'm dealing with a program now. I'm heading up a program where we're mm-hmm. providing second chances to uh, people who are reentering society from prison. Okay. So we're on a campaign of contacting all of these major corporations and talking to their CEOs and, and H.R. reps about second chances about just what Tasha said. Like, people make mistakes, but that shouldn't be the end. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should be able to redeem yourself and yeah. have a second chance. You know, like, if you come out of prison and you can't get a job, what is that What is that going to do? It's going to lead you right back to whatever activity you were doing to get you in prison.
1: Yeah, but, that's true. You
3: know, our thinking with this program is, once you get a job, you start making a legitimate paycheck, you got benefits so your kids and your wife can go to the doctor instead of the clinic. And you know, your your pay scale was higher, so now you know you can move if you want to, and you just have some dignity and pride about yourself about earning an honest living. You know, what I mean, it just changed the whole trajectory. So, like I yeah. said, people ain't nobody perfect. Yeah, true. And and out for the listeners out there who have never been locked up, never been in trouble. All I gotta say is, but by the grace of God, because ain't nobody perfect. And you know you done stole some gum. You done fudge, <laughs> get something on your taxes. You know what I mean? Right. You done, done something. You just ain't get caught. Right. You know, these people yeah. got caught, and now their lives are over. I just don't think that's right.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a whole that's podcast
3: true. right there, man. We could talk about that.
1: Yeah, real life. Real life. I mean, shit, I got my own experiences, you know, with the judicial system, you know, and, and the shallowness of how they look at things, you know, versus the real life aspects that we have to go through, you know, that lead us to some of these cases. But yeah, uh, yeah like you said, that's a whole nother uh, podcast. Right. Yeah. yeah. We we can I go mean, on
3: and on about that.
1: Well, me, me personally, as I, as it relates to people, you know what I'm saying? Outside of what you said, I think it's totally true, but uh, on second chances, I think it's, it's a, uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, uh Damn, I'm, I'm lacking words right now. It's I want to say it's kind of like you got to choose, pick and choose the situation. I don't know the, the words I'm supposed to use to lead up to that, but that's what I mean. I want you to. It I feel like you you're have
3: saying it's situational. It's, situational. it's situational. Right, right. There you
1: it's go. There you go. Help that time. Um, yeah, it's situational because, I mean, there's certain, certain people that, I mean, what if, what if you're dealing with somebody who's leaning on you or bullying you mm-hmm. or you know, making you feel, you know, some type of way. I mean, would you want to give that motherfucker a second chance to do that same thing to you, or would you just cut his ass and <laughs> move off? It depends on the situation. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, like,
1: like what I said in the beginning, you know, it's situational. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanna, well, my point is that there are certain instances where you wouldn't want to give a second chance. You yeah, know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. You know, so, you know, that's I'm just playing devil's advocate you know, for that particular question. Yeah.
3: No, I mean that uh, that sparks that sparks uh, a good conversation because even mm-hmm. with that, right? Even with yeah. that situational aspect, you know, if you take it, if you take it back to your spiritual side, right? God is forgiving. Like we've done shit that we shouldn't be forgiven for, but God forgives us. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. who are we as men to say, "Well, I ain't gonna forgive them"? But I, yeah. I get what you're saying with, you know, giving somebody a second chance to do it to you again because they. They shouldn't be able to do it to you again. You know what I'm saying? If they do yeah. it to you again, that's yeah. on you at that time.
1: You know, right.
3: <laughs> like they yeah, shouldn't be able sure. to do it to you again. But if they are honestly, you know, willing to redeem themselves and say, "Look, I yeah. ain't hey, me. I was in a bad place. I was smoking some crack. I was whatever. I was out of my mind." Right. You know, right. and like you said, it's situational. Somebody hurt your mom or your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's hard to let that go, yeah. but you know you know, for the sake of peace, for the sake of inner peace, you got to forgive them and move on. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But that makes
1: me, that kind of brings into question, like like what does the government slash states, what do they perceive as redemption? Because I, that brings to mind Tookie, you know what I'm saying? It uh-huh. Prize while he was locked up, although he was there for multiple murders. Right. You know what I'm saying? He got a Nobel Prize, and that wasn't so- even enough to stay his execution.
3: So the judicial system is not based on feelings. You know what I'm saying? The judicial yeah. system is based on facts and circumstances. And it's, it is what it is. They have to be colorblind because if that's the case, oh, he got a, uh, you know, what you said, a peace, Nobel Peace Prize, let us let his ass out. Yeah. And then yeah. I'm in there, I ain't get no Nobel Peace Prize, and I got to stay in there. You know what I'm saying? So the judicial system got to be like, no, we, we're colorblind. To mm-hmm. situations and circumstances, and we stick to the facts. So it's like, if you did this, this is the time you got to do. And it's just well, black let me and ask white you this. Like
1: that. Let me ask yeah. you this: I don't know, I don't know the facts of this, so I'm just asking you blindly. But isn't that the same circumstance that got Gandhi out of prison all them times? Uh, I mean, from out, after all them years. Um, Gandhi, he, he,
3: Gandhi, see, see, all right. So Gandhi, how, he was in for a long time, though, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was in there like 20, 30 damn years, I think, something so, like that. I don't know. So, I don't know for so the sure other,
3: more. the other side of the judicial system is the is is the judicial, the judiciary is one of three branches of government in the United States. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know how it works in other countries, but
1: yeah, that's true. I just thought it, about that. Wasn't so handy. so
3: then there is <laughs> some there is some politics, also. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when there's hot true. button issues, you know, Kim Kardashian going around getting people out of jail and stuff. That's politics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if you get some politics yeah. on you, you good. But if you can't go in the court saying, oh, I got a Nobel Peace, Peace Prize, let me out. They're going to be like, nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it it got to be Kim Kardashian, <laughs> or it got to be some, yeah. you know Some, I- mean? I- some, some Jews got to be behind, you. behind
1: yeah. you. Yeah, the yeah. system some is just
3: I- not set up for giving you okay. any kind. Con- now, we're trying. Like, I'm at, in New Jersey, I'm, you know, at the highest level in the courts working on what yeah. I was just talking about, trying to change that. You know, mm-hmm. trying to, you know, you got to do your time. We understand it. But when you get out, we have to set you up so that you can be successful. We can't just say, all exactly. right, I can go. You know what I'm saying? All right, Ryan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely get it, bro. Yeah. Shoot. All right, we, we're going to move on to the next one, man. This one is one that's a little off subject, you know, just a random question here. On a scale of one to ten, what's the highest level of pain you've ever been in?
2: Oh, giving birth.
1: <laughs> so we're going to say 10
2: <laughs> that's beyond a 10
1: <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep it anywhere on the question now you know. <laughs> oh yeah I was there let's go bro what I you was... got <laughs> so, so, oh, you know I,
3: I have to say and I had this conversation with my wife the other day I have a mm-hmm. high tolerance for pain you yep. know what I'm saying for some reason you know, something that would kill somebody else, I'd be like, all right, you know, let me just get through this. this it ain't going to last forever type of thing. So yeah. I, I can't recall, you know what I mean, like the the most painful thing. You know what I mean? I just... Yeah. And,
1: and unless well. I just
3: never... I've never been in a situation where I was injured that bad.
2: Mm-hmm. I have one more, if you guys like. Go I ahead, boo. When I got a spinal tap when I was like 16... That hurt very bad. Oh my god, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, because
3: they they don't um put you to sleep for that. You gotta stay awake.
2: Mm, it was excruciating.
1: <laughs> Test you for my diagnosis, right?
2: No, I was diagnosed with a false tumor in my brain because I had too much fluid on my brain. So they had to drain the fluid from my brain, and that's why they did a spinal tap. Let Let me and ask you like-
3: this: did, did they call it a pseudo tumor? Yep. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's what I heard had. of
3: that. I heard of that.
2: That's exactly what I had, and I could have gone blind because I lost my vision because I ended up very sick. My mom thought I was pregnant because <laughs> I was young. So I was like throwing up, just randomly throwing up. Um, I couldn't eat, I couldn't walk, and then my vision started getting very blurry. And
3: then... is that is that been resolved? It has. Okay.
2: It has. So.
3: Because I know, I know people. I know a person who has that same thing, but is. You know, and it's interesting you talked about your eye because what happens in a pseudo tumor is you get pressure behind one of your eyes,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and yep. if you don't take care of it, you know you can go blind. And one way and they it- relieve that the pressure mm-hmm. from the tum- pseudo tumor is a spinal tap to pull that fluid out of your brain. It's crazy. Yeah, that's
2: what I had.
3: Yep. Yeah. But if it comes back, then they say, well, you might you might need to get a um, a shunt something like that Mm -hmm. put in and then that will automatically drain the fluid fluid. and relieve the pressure but you know that's just crazy it's just crazy i know about that right
2: it is and they say well for me they said it's from eating uh, a lot of sodium i don't know how true that is yeah and also my weight so
3: i heard it's from i heard i heard it's from um a possible injury, like you fell and hit your head, or mm-hmm. somebody hit you in the head really hard with something. Um, nope. That's what I heard, but I never heard about eating sodium and stuff.
2: Yeah, that's what they told me. Uh, too much sodium and also my uh, my weight.
3: See, that was them damn DC doctors. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 that's
2: exactly what I went to, you
3: going classes. out there in DC? They be like, Yeah, yeah, you ate too much. <laughs> Your leg is broke because
1: you eat too much sugar. <laughs> <new year. laughs> I think with uh, me said I don't know I, I've been on 10 many times I had uh, like I said I broke my collarbone twice. Dang. Oh, yeah but first time when I was a baby uh, my um, story is I fell out the crib and broke my collarbone. so that was the first time. then that time I told you about the football practice and let me see I had I broke a finger. What else? That uh, shot in the foot. Damn, oh, yeah. That should have been um, the ten
3: right there because I can't imagine. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I got, stuck my toe
3: and that shit hurt.
1: Yeah, I got eighty-eight stitches in my right, my right forearm. Um, let me see what else.
3: Have you so, ever been in so much pain that it felt like you was about to pass out? Or, or have oh, yeah. you ever been in pain that passed
1: you out? Nah, I've never been in enough pain to pass out. But I, I think I've been like, like to that point though, a couple mm-hmm. times. I felt lightheaded. I felt lightheaded, especially when I got that that uh that uh eighty-eight stitches in my forearm because I cut every nerve, artery, and tendon in my forearm, putting it through a window, mm-hmm. and I almost bled out. I started feeling real dizzy and cold, and I was on the way to the hospital. There, I had a beach towel wrapped around my arm, and the whole thing was soaked up. Hey, hey, you could wring it. And that's how bad I, I was bleeding. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been on that tent too. <laughs> I remember sitting there laying on the uh, the, uh, the stretcher, right? You know, you ever seen how they how they do it in the movies, like when they uh, dealing with a cadaver. How they got those forceps chef things in and they just leave it open, like your skin is wide open, and they got the yeah. little things just laying there. That's how my shit was looking. I was, looking, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I can see inside my whole mom. That shit was crazy. But um, yeah, so um, that was that. All right, uh, let me see. Let me see. Number four, y'all. Number four. What do y'all prefer, sunsets or sunrises? <laughs> I know that's a, <laughs> a big switch in questions, but <laughs> I don't know. That's where I'm at sunrises or sunsets i'll go first me okay. personally i like sunsets i like to see the sun go down but y'all go ahead
2: i like the sunrise in the spring summertime when we was in new mexico when we sit mm-hmm. outside and the sunrise and we see the mountains
3: it was really pretty mm-hmm. yeah me too i'm down with the sunrise the beginning of the day you know i like i love mornings you know what i'm saying like morning is a fresh mm-hmm. start and you know you see that sun come up like I'll give you an example I used to wake up and like I was going through this thing where I was, I, I challenged myself to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning uh, mm-hmm. no, 4 or 5 you know get a cup of coffee sit down and like write my thoughts out no matter what I was mm-hmm. thinking just start writing them out yeah and I don't know I was just doing that for therapy type thing and yeah. uh, I would sit at my dining room table and watch the sun come up and then that would that would just symbolize a fresh start, a new day. You know what I'm saying? So I've always loved mornings. The sunset, you know, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. But the sunrise, I would have to prefer that one.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like, I think I prefer sunsets because it symbolizes that you made it through another day. You know what I mean? You You can, as the sun is setting, I like to reminisce on the things I've been through that day, some of the things that have been prevalent in my mind during the week, you know? Uh-huh. things like that that's a moment of reflection that's, that's why i like
3: it yeah that's a good one
1: but there ain't no wrong answer for that no not at all so, um, they
3: both have meaningful powerful meaning Yep.
1: so this question is my last one and it goes out to each one of you guys individually and i want to start off with i think i'll start off a few times so what is your favorite memory of us
2: Favorite memory of us? Mm -hmm. That's there's a lot of memories, Uh, but I think my favorite memories when we first uh, caught our first plane ride together. I thought that was memorable (laughs) because I was scared of planes, and you know, for us to you know be together, just us, and you know, it it was memorable being up in the clouds and stuff. Our first trip—that's our first trip together, actually.
1: Through that first plane ride together. We had already uh-huh. drove
0: cross country, but
2: yeah. I think
1: I I mean for you and I, I think that would be one of my most favorite memories. It was when we were in Nebraska and we decided to take a little trip, a weekend trip to Albuquerque. And I think that was very memorable. We had fun on that ride. Oh God. <laughs> that
2: was a long <laughs>
1: ride <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. But um yeah, bro, now, now it's your turn. What's your favorite memory of me and you?
3: My favorite memory, uh, and it always sticks out, I'll never forget it, is the times, because there are many times, but these actual yeah. events, the times where we had, I'm going to call them sleepovers, but <laughs> you know, I would go with you to D.C. and stay at Granny's house for like a week or two, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. would come you know, to Jersey and stay for months <laughs> or whatever it <laughs> may be. Yeah. But them times mm-hmm. right there are always etched in my mind they will never leave They some of the funnest times of my life being away yeah. and even though i wasn't that far i was in dc but yeah being that young in a way you know i was i was it felt like i was in california somewhere on my yeah. own chilling with you I, i'll never forget them times
1: mm-hmm.
3: those are my favorite memories
1: i got mines with you guys i got two parts you know what i'm saying the first was great adventures when we yeah, used to go to great adventures like every even before i started working there you was working there first everybody was working there except for me at one point but i used to go every day uh-huh. and, and you know what i'm saying it was like you know we was ace boom coons you know what i'm saying uh-huh. <laughs> I, I remember them days very fondly and um i guess the the second one was when i was at your wedding you know what i'm saying i don't know I, even though that you know However yeah. that turned out, I just remember being out. I, I was very proud to be there for you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, that's it for me. But, uh, yeah, and uh, also, I, I'm going to just throw it out there. A lot of times that we had, like, uh, I mean, I want to say with all of us, I mean, it, was, it at the times, it was me, you, Will, and Pop, you know what I mean? We had a lot of little adventures together, too. Oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. As a, Groups, but um, yeah, those are some, some great memories. But um, yeah, man, we 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 touched on a lot of subjects today, but uh, it's not over yet. I got uh, one more thing I want to talk about. We uh, pretty much done for the QA. Everybody got their questions off their chest for this episode? Yep, yes, okay, okay. So, um, we're just gonna get into a slight topic of conversation. I don't know how long we're gonna get into this one. Uh, it is something that we have kind of touched on in previous episodes, but I've been seeing, you know, I, I, as I look around, I kind of see a lot of it. So I, I feel the need to kind of talk about it again. So um, in this segment, I want to talk about the kids, you know, and and the effect that these electronic devices I see are having. And I'm not all the way convinced that it's positive. Although, you know, the connectivity is at an all time high. You can, hit a button and say what you want and find whatever you want. I find that it has its own detriment. You know, the human factor is being lost. You know, I feel like the, you know, the want to connect to another person outside of a fucking electronic device is being lost, you know down any busy street in this world. I mean, not in this world, but in the United States, because I haven't been around the world, but in the United States, and at any given moment, you'll see thousands of people at the same time staring at a screen, walking past each other. You know what I'm saying? The art of walking past somebody, looking them in the eyes, giving a head nod is even lost. You know what I'm saying? You don't even speak to people anymore. You know what I'm saying? The kids are so entrenched into these devices even call them you know to come towards you without them looking and tripping and falling you know over shit because they can't take their eyes off of the screen and right. to me as a as a child of the 70s that shit is so foreign it's like an alien landing you know what i mean because mm-hmm. although i came up in the age of uh you know of video games i came up in the inception of video games you know uh Atari and television and so on and so forth. I've been around since day one. we've all and the, the, it seems like the children of my generation didn't lose the ability to cut that shit off go outside and get on a bike. you know what I'm saying go outside and throw rocks do whatever we was doing outside. but it seems like the children of the 90s on up have lost that for some reason I mean that's my opinion this is my personal opinion now. Don't cuss me out, but that's, that's what I feel. I don't know, y'all chime in on that. Oh, that's when I'm taking the conversation. Yeah. So I'm just laying, laying the groundwork for what I want to talk about. So
2: I let know. me know how y'all feel about that. I know social media in itself for me is draining. I know mean, I work from home and I stare at a computer screen all day, and, and that's like super draining. So, yeah. um for kids to be able to do it for them is addicting. It's exciting. You know, they can download different apps and like you said, talk to friends, virtual. And then it, you know, it's also in the school system. You know, you know, some schools they have where they just use an iPad all day to use their, you know, to do their work. Like with Zion, they use their Chromebooks all day. Yeah.
1: So they're always well, staring of,
2: at a screen.
1: Well, that's kind of like my point and my question at the same time is I mean, does everybody think that, that shit is? totally a benefit or I mean do you see any detriment to that at all? Do you do you agree with me at all about the the lack of humanity that's being that, that is evolving through the usage of these devices? Or do you think that the usage of these devices is evolving the humanity? You know, I mean is it just now another way of doing? It? I think I for kids it.
2: it can be very detrimental because they can not distinct the two. You know, for um, you know grown ups we can you know, but for yeah. kids, if you don't, you know, tell them the right from wrongs of it, then they're going to just—it's it, not. You know, I can't get it out, but well, it's not good.
3: Well, I think uh, I think it's twofold. I think I think it's good and bad, if it's possible. Um, the good <laughs> aspects of it is the convenience. You know what I'm saying? Like kids are smarter. Like my my little grandson, he just turned three, but when he was two. He would come in my Mm -hmm. kitchen and be like, hey, Google, play whatever he wanted to hear at two years old. I'm like, what? I mean, that's their life. We ain't have no hey, Google growing up. You know what I'm saying? We had to go walk to the radio, turn it on. But the first instance of me realizing the addictivity that that, if that's a word of technology (laughs) is when I saw on TV a baby looking at Mm -hmm. a book, a physical book. And try yeah. to turn the page by, by you know, using his hands like you would do an iPad. Yeah. I mean, like you squeeze your fingers together and the screen would just, you know. <laughs> yeah, he did that to book. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. But the, the problem, this is me, because I'm, I'm always looking into these kind of things. This is all driven by big business. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like when they pump out things, including the vaccine, that's a whole nother topic. You know, yeah. as long as they keep pumping it, you know, eventually we get addicted to it, and that sells more devices. It sells yeah. more technology. So now, you know, they got these kids addicted at an early age. You know, I got seven, eight. From seven, eight on up, my kids ain't had nothing but iPhones.
1: You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, So it's like, now,
3: what, what does a kid need a smartphone for? You know, they. Yeah, will so like, like,
1: so it's like they're they're recruiting. You know, yes. at an early age, you know what yes. I mean? Yes. I mean, you know, before... I mean, if you
3: think about it, if you own one of those tech companies and you mm-hmm. have the money and, and influence to say, you know, we're putting up 5G towers everywhere, that tells you right there where we're going with technology. It's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Now, is it good? I think it's horrible mm-hmm. because, like you said, we used to go outside and run around. These kids now, they they can sit in their room all day long between Xbox, PlayStation, and cell phones, TikTok, and everything else, they don't have to have any physical interaction with nobody.
1: Yeah, and and that's my whole point. You know what I mean? I'm like, where where are the next generations athletes going to come from? if that's where everybody's I mean, stuck at. You working know what I'm from home,
3: working remotely. You know, we we moving there. Working
1: remotely, we're moving to.
3: I think in twenty years.
1: You gonna have robots on the field, yeah? The like stands. people are gonna be
3: in their houses. <laughs> Everything is gonna come to you. Like restaurant's yeah. gonna deliver food to you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? With all these diseases and stuff outside, it's like now you can't even go outside. You're gonna be relegated to yeah. your house.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, man. It'll It'll but, a new world. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I just look at it like I think it's, I think it's a bigger detriment than we realize. You know what I mean? Because we become, we becoming relying on those, and we forget that at one point in time, we were only one EMP pulse away from going back to the Stone Age. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm looking at it like, now that we've become so dependent on these type of devices and shit like that, what if that day comes? Okay. You know what I'm saying? What if, that day, what if that day comes when all of this shit becomes useless? Right. And you're so and fucking you're wrapped up, up. Yeah, you're so wrapped up into all of this shit that you can't survive now. Right. You know, well, that's right what I'm... Yeah. Go, down, go down, close everything. Right, right. And so will half of these people's intelligence. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We, we can't we can't Google how to survive without this shit. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that's one of my things. I, I kind of I, I I mean to, to even go a little bit further. I feel like it should be regulated like they do in China. At a certain time, all of that shit should be cut off. Yeah. You should you should you, you should have to have uh some time to focus on your humanity outside of the, you know, of the reach of the internet. You know what I mean? You should have to sit back and eat dinner with your family. i I've realized that uh, in my, even in my own household, we rarely sit down as a whole family and eat. We rarely do. We fix, uh, mostly my wife fixes food for the kids. You know, they sit at the table, watch TV and eat. Me and her go in our own other room and sit down and eat. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, right. but one I thing I got- t- I t- I kind of missed that.
3: One thing sure. you got to remember, though, is our normal is not their mm-hmm. normal. So they're coming up. This. It. In their minds. this is normal. And to yeah. us, it's not really normal. They don't know right. anything else. So it's like, what's he talking about? You know, and um, it becomes a whole new normal. Like, now, even our age, you know, our parents grew up in a different, you know, cert- set of circumstances, right. and their normal was different than our normals in the 80s and 90s.
1: So basically what what you're saying is, bro, that I am now the dinosaur that's going to die off. <laughs> <laughs> what but, no, I'm just saying. You know, uh, uh, generically speaking, in that aspect, I'm 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 the dinosaur, just like that, just like the way that we always look at the uh, the KKK should be dying off on one day. That that group will die off. The old head they don't never die off because they're kids the same. thing. and that, it's, it's trickling down now. <laughs> I, I can use the shit out of an uh, electronic device, but. I got an issue with the kids doing the 24-7. That's my only thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking outside right now. It's snoring like a motherfucker. And I can picture in my head uh 75, 75, all the way up to 80 I see kids out here going the fuck crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. Right now. You
1: know what I'm saying? Right now I'm looking at it's burned like a fucking wasteland outside. And I'm like, this shit is ridiculous. Everybody, I bet you I bet you the internet is pop right now. Oh, Level yeah, five, man, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. fucking crazy. I want right. to just go out and throw snowballs at everybody's house and dare they kids and come out and get the snowball fight started. You know what I mean? That's the type of motherfucker I am. I like to have fun. I like to, you know, uh celebrate life right right with other
3: people. It's a design, man. It's a design. Yeah. It's design. Yeah. So, I mean...
1: Like you said, you know, 20 years from now, it, it probably ain't even gonna be an NFL. You're gonna have motherfuckers sitting in a in a box connected yeah. to some shit. that's tra- gonna be controlling tra- 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 the, the out there uh, on the field.
3: It's gonna yeah. be Madden 2K or whatever, Madden 3. <laughs> and that's yeah. gonna be the real that's gonna be the real fucking football league. These fucking games. Watch. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm telling I don't you, no, know, no, man. man. That's crazy. Bro.
3: <laughs> now I'm just Look, saying it's a design, and I don't know how to solve the problem, but the people yeah. in power. You know, like a lot of folks say, "Oh, slavery and
1: oppression is over." It's really not. It's not. It's It's not. not. It's just on a different level. Right. Right. That's all it is. Because, I, I I mean, I remember as a as a younger dude, a couple of my buddies and I were speculating. Like, I mean, this is this gonna sound corny as fuck, but we were speculating on like what we thought what the meaning of life was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And everybody had a lot of different ideas on what they thought the meaning of life is. But me personally, I feel that the meaning of life has been shifted to the pursuit of materialistic gain, period, and point blank. Because if you think about it in any genre of life, in every level of life, it's about the haves and have-nots. How much you got makes you more affluent. You know what I'm saying? If If I got this and I got more of it than you, then I'm the man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's another point that I'm trying to make about the lack of humanity in this world. Because I I remember times when I would hear stories about other countries like Russia, and how they have, even though they would put them down in the store, yeah, they got a long ass line. They giving out toilet paper and food. But the point is, in my eyes, they were giving out toilet paper and food. Yeah. Where the fuck is that here? Where the fuck is that here? You know what I'm saying? Like like it's all been it's been shifted to okay. We're going to figure out how to make them buy. We're going to right. figure out how to make our. It's all about economy and and, yeah. and getting what they can from us instead of giving back what we need. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like I said, all of this trickles back down to the phones. I'm I'm trying to tie it back to, the, you know, what I mean, it ties back to the the kids and the uses of these phones because we're training them for that thought process. You know what I mean? That thought process doesn't include humanity. It doesn't. Right, man. You know what I'm saying? Sure.
3: So now, now you are getting a little bit antiquated because if you look at where they're going now, they're about to mm-hmm. do away with phones. Right now, the next the next technology, the metaverse shit, they putting some sunglasses on you that can be your phone. Oh shit! Your, mm. Yeah, you haven't seen it? This no. hey, listen, stuff.
1: Listen, listen, I work for them, but I still haven't seen it. So you, 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 I work for uh, Facebook slash Meta. Yeah, you know this is just the and, beginning.
3: You know what I'm saying? they that have, information
1: doesn't trickle down. It doesn't trickle down to the average technician or something. So you telling me some shit, go for it. Yeah, it's called the metaverse. Like Facebook changed their name to Meta. Yeah, meta shit.
3: But they yeah. um, you know, I think it's going to get to the point where they're gonna be implanting chips in people. What? Huh. I really do, I really do, because now they're coming up with the glasses. Next thing you know, they're gonna come up with you know, af- you know, glasses are kind of antiquated. What are people using now? Contacts, right? So, they're going to move from mm-hmm. that glasses to so they're going to figure out how to put that shit into contact. Yeah. And I just see that shit just getting crazier and crazier. Like, we can now get, we can stand on a fucking drone yeah. and fly. And go and fly. Like, wow. yeah, that's that technology is already there. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. So, yeah, I really think phones yeah. are going to be, you know, obsolete soon. Antiquated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be some other form, but addicting, just as addicting. Mm-hmm.
1: Like
3: you're gonna be looking at people and they're gonna be on their phone, you ain't gonna know.
1: <laughs> yeah. But man, um, yeah. I want
3: to go back to what you said about walking down the street. Cause you know, walking yeah. down the street, you're so right. You see everybody with their head down. I don't know how they know where they're going. They walk looking at their phone, <laughs> walking
2: like the lady yesterday at Walmart. Oh my
3: god.
2: Whenever <laughs> yeah. she had her face. you was walking towards her and she was walking towards you, but she had her face down into her phone. A grown woman with two daughters face down in the phone and almost bumped into you trying to go to where she was going. I was like, you didn't see
3: that. A grown woman. But look, you go out, you take your kids out. I got grown kids, so I take them out to eat or whatever. I swear we at the table, everybody are on their phones. We sit yeah. at a table supposed to be having dinner mm-hmm. together and they they somewhere else, really. Mm-hmm. Crazy.
1: That's why that's what I'll be saying. You're not present when you're in them drinks. You know what I'm saying? You're nope. not present. Right, you know, and that's like to me a form. I, I ain't even gonna look I ain't gonna say disrespect. I was about to say that's a form of disrespect, but it's really not because, like you said, that is the times that we're living in these days. So it's either get used to that shit. Or feel some type of way. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I have chosen to get with it. I'm pretty computer savvy when it comes to a lot of things, but there's a definitely a lot of things that I don't know. So I lean Look, on white. And
3: it's it's really addict, <laughs> it's really, I think you said it earlier, it's an addiction. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you to the point where you gotta take your cell phone in the bathroom with you to, to the yeah. shower,
1: because <laughs> as soon as
3: you get out of the shower, you gotta click and see if you, you know, you miss something you missed something.
1: Miss something. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's straight up ridiculous. Mm. And the crazy thing is, the, the being self-aware is what brings some of this shit to light. Because I, I find myself like uh, funny things about myself. I, I be in bed. I get ready to go to bed. Right. I know I gotta get up and go to work in the morning. So I plug my phone up. My phone might be on like eight percent or some shit. So I plug it up. I lay in the bed. Cut all the lights off. And I pull up the covers, and I lay my head back, and then I hear that Let me know I just got a message. First thing I do is jump up and grab my phone. You know what I'm saying? And then I, I, and then as I do it, I think, what the fuck? You know? Right, right. Why am I, you know what I'm saying? I could just cut this shit off, and not have to worry about that shit, what the fuck? Right. You know, so uh, that's when it, it helps It helps you realize how you're becoming addicted to it as well, which is what brings it to my awareness. You know, I just wanted to touch on that. We're going a little bit over, so I'm going to end it here. But but give, really give, me one, give me give me but,
3: one, give me give me thirty seconds, thirty seconds. Go I want to Touch bro. on that phone. Go so the phone, the it. phone, right? The other addicting part about the phone is you buy a phone that costs two thousand dollars. Two years, you got to get a new one. Something wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if i buy something two thousand dollars. That should
3: last, you know, hey, hey. pretty long,
0: right?
1: That no, that's a hell of a game, man. Why is yeah. it? Why is it? Why is it no longer just a point of an update? An iOS right. update that upgrades your nah, shit—you gotta, you gotta buy a completely new, new device. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah, that's, 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 where that's where a that fucking out. hustle. Man. That's a hell of a hustle. Yeah. You're right about that. But on that note, we're gonna end this, fella and beautiful lady. So we're gonna call this another episode. I appreciate everybody for listening in, man. If you got any uh thing or uh that you feel about the topics we talked about today. Uh, feel free to chime in on Spotify, iHeart, or Google Podcast. There's a section where you can leave comments. I also posted a Q&A about how many devices that your children have or what type of devices that they are. I, mean, I hope you guys chime in. I'm being really underwhelmed on these comments these days. Nobody's really chiming in. Check me out. I got people in the UK now. I want to thank you guys. I didn't mention you in my uh, listener appreciation. I want to thank you guys for chiming in as well. Um with that we're gonna call it an episode. I want everybody to say, you know, say goodbye. Yes, sir. See you in the comments blessings. <laughs> see you in the comments. <laughs> All right, that's how we're gonna do it. Much love. Holla at your boy. Peace.
0: Can I get a minute in your time? Listen up, it's last minute. Can I get a minute in your time? Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up, it's man's minute. Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up now, it's man's minute. It's <laughs> the place to keep aware, keep aware of the latest news and current affairs. Current affairs. Listen up now, it's man's minute. Can I get a minute of your time? Listen up now, it's man's minute. Man's minute.